1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Washington, D.C. <laughs> Acknowledge
3: me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Nice to have you aboard with us just shy of 103 in the nation's capital. Christmas week, December the 21st, year by Lord 2023. A very important day. A very important day for many reasons. Um, man, we have some legends in the house. Doc Walker is here. Santa B. Mitch dropped off and is still here for some gumbo, which I have not had, but smells amazing. Um, my buddy Sean, who works for uh, the Kansas City Royals and is a diehard commander's fan uh, and is a great dude, uh sent some golf hats. That the boys have partaken in. Uh, And we have got the Christmas spirit all over the place, baby. All over the place. Here he is. Santa Mitch in the house, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, brother? What's going on? Well, I'm just chilling, man. I'm off today. I know you're (laughs) off today. Like, See, here's the thing, okay? (laughs) This is how you know that you're a good dude. On your day off, you drove from the Mitch Palace... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all the way into DC where they're shooting people left and right outside of Nationals Park I just heard that yeah man. to bring us all gumbo well, So you know, I, just, I, I mean that's mighty kind of you I basically uh, had promised today
4: right and I forgot I had taken off today yes but I like to keep my word so we got it this morning a, hooked
3: it up and brought it in I mean Let's you run. are a man of of just uh, uh, I, I, I you producer I keep, eating it now. Is it? Is, I mean, all, I, I said, you know, I said you brought it in. I said it smells wonderful. I said, but I haven't had it yet. You know, today. I said it smells wonderful. I didn't realize he had grabbed the bowl because he's got this big green goblin blocking me over here. First is it off, good?
5: First off, I haven't taken a bite yet. Don't talk bad about Blinky. Whatever. I got the bowl from Denton, who went out and hooked another producer up. So I had to. Take he's a bite.
3: mad that I didn't acknowledge Blinky by name. Blinky. Yeah, Blinky. And he Y'all says he two, hasn't tasted two, it yet. You have um, two
5: producers on your side. We don't have... We have me, so <laughs> we, we me. get stuck with He's half. He's
3: basically saying, you're in the major leagues, we're in...
4: Hey, kind man, of lingo.
3: We all hey, yeah, we, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're one all big, together. one big happy family. Well, uh, real, real quick. I, I don't want to keep you here because it's your day off, like you said. But thank you, number one. Appreciate That's it, most brother. important. Appreciate Merry Christmas uh, to you and your wonderful family. I know you have uh, a lot of things going on there, and a lot of good things and blessings and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So thank you uh, again. Uh, what a, for those that have not necessarily uh, majored in New Orleans and Louisiana mm-hmm. style cuisine. What goes into gumbo? It's what? Andouille sausage,
4: right? Andouille sausage, shrimp, chicken, uh, onions, garlic, celery, uh, bell peppers. And a lot of spice and great love.
3: Now, do you... Uh, I, I assume the first thing you have to do is what what, what they call in the cooking shows like a, a mirepoix, whatever the hell that word is, where you do the celery and the onions and whatever first as a base and so, then you build it? Celery, or?
4: onions, bell peppers, right. and a um, little garlic. Let that saute down. Right. Then you throw the sausage in let it cook a little bit longer. Uh, chicken comes a little bit later. Shrimp are the last thing, mm-hmm. but... You know, you you do a roux and all that stuff.
3: You know, so you don't do the rice in the actual no, 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 right. If you keep that separate, the rice is correct? Separate. Yeah. Okay. When you put it in there, that's that's considered jambalaya. How long from start? Oh, the right. Oh, the rice with that makes that jambalaya. With, with,
4: like with chicken, shrimp, sauces, that thing, and you can see a bunch of rice. That's normally jambalaya.
3: Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. realize that was the difference. Okay, so from start to finish, how long does this take? It took me about two hours forty five minutes. From, like, cutting up all the veggies oh, no, and No, all no, I cut stuff. up
4: everything yesterday. Oh. So I, I I prep everything the day before, two days before. And then when I go to cook, I like the, the and the onions and all, letting it cook down. That took about 30 minutes, and mm-hmm. then the sausage goes into it. That's another 20, 30 minutes. Keep
3: it on a low-medium heat? Yeah. Is that what we do? Yeah,
4: and just let it go. <sighs> yeah. And then the whole house melts. My, my daughter actually went to the dentist, came back home. Before I left the house, she's like, Dad, it smells delicious. Don't leave without
3: leaving me some gumbo. <laughs> Here, here's how I knew when I walked in at 1210 uh-huh. that you weren't here yet because the place wasn't waffling with just with unbelievable aroma. I knew exactly that Santa B. Mitch was not here yet, but on the way, because I knew he would not let anybody down because oh, no. he is a man of his word. But I knew exactly right away that you weren't here yet because the whole place doesn't smell like it does now, which is amazing. <laughs> right. I mean, if it's if it tastes as good as it smells, man. Woo!
5: Can confirm. Yeah. taste it. Tastes <laughs> thank you, really man. Good. I, appreciate I
3: appreciate you. It. Merry Christmas. Uh, right. B. Mitch. Right. Uh, of course. Thank you. Uh, appreciate him coming on. On his off day and spending a few minutes with us <gasps> and bringing us gumbo. How about that?
5: It's delicious. Can confirm. Oh, so you had it? Yeah. Well, while y'all were talking.
3: Adam. <laughs> How about that? I hope there's some... Uh, Left when when we hit our first break. I might have, with Landfill out there, I might have to take our first break early. I mean, because, you know, Landy, he doesn't care if anybody gets theirs. You the (laughs) fool said it already. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Anyway, we're off and running. Thanks to B Mitch uh, for joining us for a couple of quick minutes and for bringing us lunch. That is awesome. Can't wait to partake in that. I wish uh, you guys could all enjoy it, but. you know that is the benefit to working with a dude who should be in the Hall of Fame that came from Louisiana. I mean, that you know that that is the benefit. Now, I didn't want to ask him any commander's questions because it's his day off, right? I didn't I mean, he was nice enough to come in, drive all the way in, bring us lunch, sit down in studio for a couple of minutes. I didn't want to ask him, but here's the deal. So I was driving in, listening. To JP and B Mitch's show, I bounce back and forth between Sheehan and and JP and B Mitch, just trying to listen to what everybody's got to say, what you know, what they're thinking, whatever. And I hear Eric Bieniemy's press conference, and something immediately jumps out at me, and I, th- uh, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Kime that asked the question, but I could be wrong on that. So don't you know, forgive me. Um, he said Bieniemy that it was. Ron's decision or Ron's suggestion. Decision might be strong. Ron's suggestion, assertion, what have you. That Eric be enemy or that Sam Howell be benched when he did. First, he was asked by whoever asked him the question. I think it was time again, but I could be wrong. What you know, and he said, you know, like you guys benched, like Eric did not dispute that, did not say, hey, we didn't really bench him. We just, he said, Ron came up to him with the idea or the suggestion that we rest him, that we protect him, and he said, when the head man, and he called him Ron, he said, when the head man Ron, not Coach Rivera. Or anything like that. Just, I thought it was interesting. Um, When the head man, Ron, and I'm loosely paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. Says, you do something, he's 51% of the equation. And again, I'm loosely paraphrasing. I don't have the direct quote right in front of me. uh, But we'll get you the audio as quickly as we can, just so you can hear it yourself. I thought that was... A pretty interesting answer. Not fascinating, not overly revealing, not anything that I'm trying to stir the pot with, but it struck me as somewhat odd, interesting, and perhaps, perhaps relevant to a discussion out of the chutes, out of the gate here on a Thursday afternoon three games before the season mercifully comes to an end and we get real sustainable change, hopefully. The first major decisions of the Ron Reve- of the uh, Josh Harris era are now less than three weeks away. So here's why I'm bringing it up. The enemy said it was Ron's suggestion, and when he, and when the head man makes a suggestion, he's 51 percent of the equation. That's what he said again. I mean, I'm, I'm loosely paraphrasing, but that's the nuts and bolts of what he said, and he used that term, you know, 51%, which basically means, hey, man, I've got pretty much full control and full power over the offense, except for when the big man jumps in and makes a suggestion. Then I've got to kind of listen. And we know Ron preached that he had turned the keys over to Eric the and why wouldn't you necessarily believe that they did that when Eric Bieniemy had helped the Kansas City Chiefs won two Super Bowls and worked with Andy Reid and worked with Patrick Mahomes? Yes, maybe he didn't have a great option elsewhere once the Colts head coaching job closed and Shane Steichen correctly got that. I mean, as it turns out, he correctly got that. Bieniemy, that was the only head coaching gig he interviewed for. The bottom line is, Eric Bieniemy still had more stroke and still had more juice than your normal, hey, we're bringing in an offensive coordinator to change it up. Meaning, like when Pete Carroll brought in Shane Waldron a couple of years ago from the L.A. Rams, Waldron, a former Redskins assistant, but a, then a first-time offensive coordinator, play caller, whatever, you know, I'm sure Pete Carroll ceded a lot of control, but... Does Pete Carroll have slightly more controlling interest because he's the head coach and the longtime grand Poobah of the Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, I think so. So is it logical to think that Ron Rivera, for whatever it's worth, for the next three weeks, three games, for last week, whatever, that Ron Rivera can make a suggestion or make a decision? Because that's what EB kind of alluded to is when he makes a suggestion, I think he used this term, when he makes a suggestion you know gotta kinda listen, 51% he's not saying per se, the way I heard it, that Ron ordered the code red he's not saying that he's saying Ron came to him and he agreed with the decision to sit Sam Howell down
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and medella is your reward. medella the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Oh, do we have? Oh, we have it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. Why don't we? Why don't we play it for you, just so you can hear it yourself? Great job by Matt. Uh, who quickly turned this around because I didn't tell him to, uh, and and he's just awesome. Uh, so he he gets it done for us right here, right now. Listen to this and just how it sounded from Eric Bieniemy about an hour or so ago. With Sam uh, the benching, what was your role in that? Did you recommend that? Did you discuss that with Ron? How did that come about?
2: You know what, Coach Ron, uh, he basically said, "Hey, you know what? Let's let's rest him. You know, let's 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 give him a break. Let's let him sit back and let's let's." Give him an opportunity to observe Jacoby. And let's uh, give Jacoby an opportunity to go play. And so I agree with him at that particular time. There was no hesitation. And obviously, Coach Revere is a head man. And when he makes a comment, he has 51% of the vote. And I honestly agree with him at that particular time because I felt he was pressing. And you never want to see someone pressing. And I, I just want to make sure I state this loud and clear. Sam is a hell of a kid. On top of that, he's a hell of a quarterback that's accepted a huge challenge. It's not very easy being in the road that he's in. Okay. I'm not gonna make any excuses for him as well, but on top of that, as a group, we got to make sure that everyone is rallying around him and play. We got to play better in the run game. We got to make sure we're protecting the quarterback. We got to make plays on the perimeter. And so, it all ties together and so it's tough when you're in that predicament but I thought at that particular moment that was the right decision to do and I tell you what not shocked nor surprised at the success that Jacoby had. He did a hell of a job. He, he showed why he's a, a, a player of high caliber in this business. He's also shown that his uh, his leadership and uh Basically, all the uh, experience that he has in playing in a multitude of offenses, it paid off because he just went out there and played. He didn't think. And that was the big thing, probably more than anything, that Sam got out of that was Jacoby went out and played the game. He didn't go out and overthink the process.
3: All right. So that is great job, Matt, first of all. Uh, Great answer by Biennemi. Really interesting answer. So let me clear up a couple of things. First of all, it was Michael Phillips, not John Kahn. My bad. Uh, And two, he did refer to him at one point as Coach Rivera. He did also refer to him as, as, you know, the head man, Ron, whatever. So I just want to make sure that I'm not making a big deal out of that. Uh, Listening to it live, trying to drive around in traffic, whatever, uh, I, I may have, you know, kind of mixed that up in my mind. So I just want to make that clear. So he said Coach Ron Rivera came up to him. And said, let's rest him. He said, I agreed with him. And then he cited, you know, Rivera is the head man, 51%. You know, so obviously you're going to listen. He, The key that the enemy said, thought, and he, who's to say he's not right, quote, I felt Sam was pressing. He was pressing. He's a hell of a kid. Hell of a quarterback. But it was the right thing to do. Jacoby did a hell of a job. He played. He didn't think, and that's what he said got Sam out of it, or what Sam got out of it. He played. He was naturally let it flow. He let it rip. I think we can all see that. Those of us that hadn't completely abandoned the game, and I'll be honest with you, I was bouncing back and forth with red zone and, you know, whatever, but, I mean, I happen to see and pay attention to when Jacoby came in, and, I mean, it was clear to see as soon as he planted his back foot, boom, he was letting it rip and with letting it rip with accuracy, and letting it rip down the field. So a couple of things come out of that. One, are you surprised? Are you disappointed? Are you okay with what enemy said was essentially Ron's, again, not order, but strong suggestion? I was hoping, I was hoping that decision came purely from EB. I was hoping that decision came from EB. It makes me think that earlier this year, when Sam was not pulled in ugly, ugly games, that's because Ron did not make the suggestion now that we have this information. That that was EB totally in charge, totally in control. Again, for whatever it's worth, does it bother you in any way, shape, or form? Does it surprise you that EB said, hey, it was Ron's suggestion, and Ron's the head man, 51% control, which basically alludes to Eric having a lot of control but not final say, meaning you know, essentially 49%, even though he allegedly, supposedly has full control of the offense. And then the bigger picture is something that we need to acknowledge moving forward is, is maybe Sam Howell, as things have gone worse and worse and worse over the last month, maybe he was just too tight. Maybe instead of being beat up, maybe instead of too long of a season, maybe instead of whatever reason or rationale we've all given for his struggles, turnovers, lack of production, lack of points, all that, maybe he was just thinking too much. Maybe we will see a different Sam Howell. Maybe we will see a more aggressive downfield, Sam Howell. Now, listen, wrong defense to have to try and do it against in the Jets and Sauce Gardner and and Williams and so on and so forth on Sunday on the road in what is likely to be at least chilly, maybe in Clement, MetLife Stadium. But still, the enemy said Jacoby, Brissett, Richmond John, played He didn't think. And that's what Sam got out of that. So maybe in our minds, in our head, maybe the best thing that could have happened to Sam Howell going into these final three games of the season was exactly what happened. But I'm curious to find out how you process the enemy saying, hey, it was Ron's suggestion, not mine. I agreed with it. But I didn't make the decision ultimately on my own. I was influenced by Ron. Is that a problem in your eyes? Is that an issue? Or is that just kind of the way it is? I kind of tend to look at it this way. That's how a lot of, that's how a lot of football things work. And I'll give you some examples when we return 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Just get rock and rolling here on a Thursday, December the 21st, 2023. Did you have an issue with Eric Biennemi admitting that Ron was the one that pushed the benching of Sam Howell on Sunday? And what do you think Sam gets out of it? Let's start with that. We'll have more, including Sam's thoughts on playing in college bowl games and obviously tying that into all the big-name quarterbacks and, of course, even Talia Tungavailoa pulling out for Maryland uh, because that got a lot of traction for me on Twitter slash X, so I want to bounce it off of you guys as well. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Interact, Ace Law. I'll help you get a check column at 8888 Ace law, 301 301-230-0980 on the team, Not eighty on the Odyssey app.
2: Baseball is back.
0: Have a holly jolly Christmas It's the best time of the year Now I don't know if there'll be snow But have a cup of cheer Have a holly, so, jolly
3: Christmas my guy Liddell hey, Willingham is helping you know the Feed the dragon Say hello Of Frustration friends, you know. With all the Ben Johnsonites, the boy wonder Benites out there. According to Josina Anderson, Linnell sent me this tweet, and I just saw it. Ben Johnson allegedly, supposedly, the Detroit Lions offensive coordinator that you know everybody can't wait to get on their knees and, and, and kiss the ass of because he draws up fancy plays. We, we have no idea how good of a head coach he is. We have no idea how good of a leader he is. We just know he draws up fancy plays. Ben Johnson apparently wants $15 million a year. Apparently. According to Josina Anderson. We'll get to that coming up later on. But thanks to Nell Nell for sending that to me. Uh, And I just put up a picture at WrestleMania 621 of B-Mitch's gumbo. And I had literally like a sausage and... A little piece of chicken on my way in, uh, and I overfilled my bowl because we have these, you know, little paper bowls, and because I'm I'm ridiculous. And I never, ever, ever, Matt knows from when we used to work in the morning, when I would spill my coffee, I can never, ever, ever just fill up a bowl or a cup like a normal human being. Instead, I've got to overfill it so that it is, it is like basically a mountainous volcano. But this time, well, of sausage, of shrimp, of chicken, of rice, of sauce, B-Mitch style, in case you missed it, he was in studio with us to open up the show telling us about his wonderful gumbo that he brought in on his day off.
5: Because... If we're doing, if we're telling on you properly, then right. the correct comparison is you overfilled it and then forgot that you had to put rice on top, and it then spilled everywhere. because no, that's no, what no, you no! no. I put the rice on the bottom. Uh, but I that's put the... what you do with your coffee—is you fill the coffee all oh, the way yes. to the top. you like, yes. like, Oh right. I need cream. cream.
3: Yes. No, you're right. But this was reverse. I put the rice on the bottom. I just took too much, too much down. Da- I just took too much damn food. It was so good. Smelled so wonderful. That's what seconds are for. I know. But why didn't I do that? I don't know. I just took a picture of it so you could see how mountainous of a bowl and how delicious this looks. Just amazing. Thank you, B. Mitch. Appreciate it. Uh, Very, 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 very good. All right, let's uh, do this. So we're asking you at 301-230-0980 if you were surprised, thought it was interesting, no big deal, how... Eric Bieniemy addressed the situation with Michael Phillips and reporters about Sam Howell's benching. we played the audio. Matt cut it up for us. Um, so you had a chance to hear it yourself. I would say this. Even though Eric Bieniemy has, quote-unquote, complete control of the offense, I am not surprised in any way, shape, or form. But I will also say... I am not bothered by Ron Rivera dipping his toes into the water and making a suggestion, as EB called it. Ron Rivera is the head coach. I mean, not for much longer, but he's the head coach. Eric the enemy works for Ron Rivera. Even when, okay, for instance, I have comp- this is my show, but Matt works on the show. So his job status is is associated with the show. So I want to do as good of a show for you guys, for me, for Matt. Matt helps, obviously, in that. But here's the deal. If CK says, hey, man, it's your show. You do what you want. But here's a suggestion. You should tone it down a little bit. You should not yell as much. You should... Offer a strong opinion in the first three minutes of the show. No matter how you do it, get it done. Set the tone.
5: Complain about traffic for less than a
3: minute. Exactly. You shouldn't complain about traffic or weather at any point because I'm known for that, which is my fault. I have many faults. That's one of them. Subtweeting? Sometimes I subtweet. Like I said, I have many faults. That's one and that's two overflowing bowls and overflow, I have many faults, damn it. But if CK, my boss, says, hey, man, it's your show. You do what what you think is best. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to offer a strong opinion in the first three minutes of the show. Research says, research doesn't show that, but you get my point. I want you to yell less. I want you to be more on time. I gotta listen to my boss. It's my show. I'm in charge. He's the boss. So I can't sit here and be like, "Oh my goodness, what is Ron doing? He knows he's getting fired and yet he's the one dictate. no, 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 no. What did it catch me off guard a little bit? Yes. Did I wish that it was Biennemi's call and only enemies call? Yes. Did it surprise me in any way that Ron got involved? No. Is it wrong for Ron to get involved? No. At least the way I see it. How do you see it? 301-230-0980. Quick trending alert. And then write to your calls right after that. I promise. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Let's do said trending alert. All right, Thursday night football tonight, and it is the New Orleans Saints. How about them and the Los Angeles Rams, the team that just beat and held on for dear life against the Washington Commanders. Yeah, big game for the playoffs uh, at stake, uh, and we— We'll also have the Caps and Blue Jackets for you at around the same time because the Caps back in action tonight after the overtime win. Dillard Stroh with the game-winning goal. You can hear him on the Junkies uh, around 945 this morning uh, on the podcast, theteam980.com or on the Odyssey app. Caps back in action against the Blue Jackets tonight. Late night here on the Team 980. We have the Wizards up in Portland as they try and get their fifth win of the year, and that's what's trending. Do you know my favorite Christmas song? Do you remember? Uh, were you working with us when we did that one year? I don't think you were. I think uh, we, were, we were in afternoons, and maybe I was by myself still, and I did it with stop with Solly, uh, our former producer, Steve Solomon, uh, just a good all-around dude, uh, who does his own podcast and works with Doc on his podcast and all that. I think that's, I, I, yeah, I don't think you're aware of what my favorite Christmas song is. Maybe we should play a little game.
5: Have I hit your favorite Christmas song yet? You so have far? not.
3: You have not. Okay. Not this week. I. I don't. I don't think we did this last year.
5: I don't. I don't think, I don't think we played. Guess Chris's right. favorite Christmas song
3: now. Yeah, not that it's important. Hello, Doctor. The doc, by the way, will be in tomorrow for Kevin Sheehan before this radio show, Graham. Uh, on a Friday, uh, rounds out the week, make sure you listen to the DOC because if you don't, you're letting your life slip by without hearing the legendary tone, the legendary words of the master, the doc, as Tyler likes to call him, the doc. Not doc, just the doc. I'm not a physician. (laughs) Yes, you are. <laughs> uh but anyway, all right. Uh by the way, there's um uh, uh, you know, I I, I I I there's there's some stuff going on in the neighborhood of Navy Yard. Um be be careful because it's not good. Let's just put it that way. It's it's not good. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later on. That being said, again, I am not I wish, I wish that it would have been E.B.'s decision alone. I wish E.B. would have said, you know what, instead of letting the kids suffer, let me do this. But as long as E.B. is being honest and truthful and forthcoming, which I have no reason to think that he's not, he's saying it was Ron Rivera's suggestion and he agreed with it. And Ron's the head man and he has 51% of the control. Does that irk you? Does that bother you? It does not bother me at all. Again, I gave you the example of, it's my show. I get to do what I want. I get to talk about what I want. However, there are certain implied guidelines, like, quite honestly, we are, you know, it's made clear to us that ratings generates interest, and the NFL and the commanders... Generate the most interest and the most buzz. And so that's how we present a lot of our shows. That doesn't mean we don't talk about the Caps or the Wizards or college hoops or, or baseball or whatever. But it's made clear to us. It's implied. There are times where a suggestion is made. Hey, man, be better with the clock. Something I always need to, you know. And that... Sometimes it's a suggestion, and sometimes that's an implied order. And that's how you could look, if you wanted to, at Ron Rivera getting involved here and suggesting or implying in a friendly sort of order-ish sort of way, hey, man, time to pull the plug. We haven't done this all year. Time to pull the plug. So, again, does it bother you? Were you surprised? Does it mean anything? Let's get out to the phones and talk to uh, Mike in, where is this, Glattens- Glatzenberg? Oh, Gladensburg.
6: Gladensburg. Oh, okay. okay.
3: Gladensburg. There you go. Okay. Um, yep. Sorry, I wasn't reading my screen <laughs> right. Sorry about that. I'd never heard of that. Okay. Happy holidays, Mike. Okay. How are you, man?
6: Yep. Good, man. How's it going? Good. Yeah, it just bothers me a little bit with how um, E.B. kind of worded it. I felt that he should have said, you know, um, it was a collective decision, right? Or we we discussed it as opposed to he or right, I. Right. It's just like he's kind of washing his hands of anything that may come down the pike at some point. You know what I mean? He just needs to take more responsibility and accountability when it comes to decisions, regardless of who's making the decision.
3: So, so is so. There's a big difference in your mind when he says, "Hey, Ron suggested it. Ron came to yeah. me about it, and I agreed with it." As opposed right. to if he would have said whether it was true or not, we made the decision together. We well, were both thinking yeah, the same yeah. thing. We were both in yeah, accord. Yeah. You think there's a a difference in terms of the way that was presented, right?
6: I, I feel so, and I also feel he threw not only Ron under the bus, but Sam under the bus by saying that you know Sam should sit there and watch you know, Jacoby Thornton, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Sam should just do instead of think. Interesting. You know what I mean? It just seems like, uh, it seems like he's just like saying, he's trying to wash his hands of anything that may come down the pike, regardless of what it may be.
3: Why would he do that, though, I guess is my question. Because like-
6: the ship is sinking. The ship is sinking. And uh, if anything happens, when Ron goes, maybe he's saying to himself, whoever comes in here next year, they're gonna look at everything and say, okay, E B did what he had to do, mm-hmm. regardless of the circumstance.
3: But but a but I guess my question to you, and I I i I'm, I find it fascinating because I didn't think about this angle, is like if 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 you're E B, doesn't it look better if you were the one that said, Hey, I was thinking about pulling the plug. I went over to Ron. Ron, you know, Ron and I had a quick conversation and we both were absolutely in lockstep that this move had to be made. Whether that was exactly maybe. the truth or not, Ron's not going to – I don't think Ron is going to dispute that when when asked. Uh, I, right, I, I, I could be but wrong, maybe, but you know, you know maybe, what I'm saying? Maybe. Like, like why? Right. I understand, yeah. I understand, but I think maybe in, in his mind, he probably doesn't look
6: at it that way. Maybe he's thinking, you know what? Maybe Sam will be good, right? So he doesn't know what's going to happen if Sam was pulled, what sort of psychological impact it's going to have on Sam. So I think he's just looking out for whatever's going to come down the pipe.
3: Hmm. Interesting. Good call. Appreciate it. Good thought. Um, right. I didn't think about that angle. Thank you, Mike. Happy holidays uh, to you. 301-230-0980. 301 980 Let's get to sweet Lou early on here on a Thursday afternoon. What's up, Lou? What's
7: going on, Chris? How man? are you? What's shaking? Surprised I ain't choked yet on that gumbo.
3: Well, you know, I I shouldn't be eating it during the segment, but of course, it's too damn good to not. Right. Uh, and I know one of these peppers, you know, because it's got some it's got some kick to it. I mean, B Mitch doesn't mess around. Uh, it's got okay, a lot I'm of flavor. It it's delicious, but it's got some pepper. And so at some point, I am destined to absolutely have it go down the wrong pipe, and for me to just be absolutely <laughs> coughing my l- brains out on the radio.
7: Well, I, hey man, I can't wait till I get my hands on that one of these days. Who's <laughs>
3: like, I can't wait until you cough yourself to death so that I could take over <laughs> no, the no, damn no. show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just teasing.
7: But no, um, Chris man, once again, man, uh, this is just I, 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 I don't think E B telling the truth. I, I think he's just probably trying to cover up for Ron. I think that's what it sounds like. It, I mean, if. Uh, uh, like, you, you know, if you're trying to, you know, see what, how Sam developed, you should leave him in the game. You don't bench him on the second half. The game is not even, like, out of hand. The game was, like, what, 20 – was it 27-20? I mean, 27-7, whatever it was. Yeah. but Yeah. But it, yeah, it was it – I,
3: uh, I think it was 20 uh, – I think it was 24-7, wasn't it? Or maybe it was 27-7. I'm getting confused now.
7: Right, so you know, I once again, man, this guy he cannot wait till he leaves. So I, so do we, and so is the ma- majority. All right, of the so, but I want to, I want
3: to double down. So you, you think that this is just EB covering up for Ron?
7: Without a doubt. Why would EB trying to, like the previous call? But if he was covering he, up for Ron, would
3: he, wouldn't wouldn't he say, guys, it was my decision. Ron, Ron had nothing to do with this. If he was intentionally covering up for Ron, meaning if Ron ordered essentially the code red, bench, bench right. him, and EB either agreed, disagreed, whatever, wouldn't EB have said, you know what, look, it's going to look bad if we say that you ordered the code red in the benching and uh, I wasn't in agreement. So, like, you know, like, like, let me take the hit. I said he should be benched. EB didn't say that. He basically said, you know, Ron – Came up to him with a suggestion. I agreed with the suggestion. But then then he also pointed out that Ron's got more power and more control. So I wonder if he truly agreed with the suggestion based on, A, how he answered that question, and B, what he hasn't done this year.
7: But to me, it's just they just playing politics, man. It's, it's just all cover up, man. Chris, what was the purpose of them benching them? Like that's one thing that bothered me. Like you literally demoralizing the guy's confidence by you just putting the other guy who hasn't played a game the entire season for 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 two quarter. Like what was the purpose of that? I, I didn't get it. You didn't like you didn't. I mean, I, I you know I understand Kobe came in and you know, through a couple of touchdowns. But at the same time, that doesn't do
3: any good. But but we don't know that, right? The purpose of it was, A, to give Jacoby a chance, B, to try and get some sort of spark so you're not totally run off the field and embarrassed. C, what if there is a benefit to Sam Howell, which they're clearly hoping there was. Hey, wait a second. He wasn't overthinking everything. He was just hitting his back foot and letting it rock. You know, I've got to do that, especially against these defenses coming up to get my swagger, to get my mojo back. Maybe there was a thought, you know, again, I'd like to believe that they don't just do things just on a whim without thinking, hey, maybe there's a tangible benefit here. And you know what, Lou? You might not think there is. I might not know that there is. And it might not matter whether it is or it isn't. But that's not how maybe they think in the moment. You know, it's just like in hockey. You're a big hockey guy, right? Why does a Why Correct. does a head coach bench a goaltender? You know, when they're down four nothing, it, it yes. might not be I because mean, the be- it might not be because the goaltender's playing bad, or all the blame. But the team needs a spark. Game.
7: So that's what, yeah, that's what it was. I mean, but look, I I get it. Like, like what I'm saying is, you know, at this point, you you have you know you playing just to you know try to line up for the draft. So. Like, I didn't get the whole notion of him doing that, and now he coming on the media. You, you know, EB got to explain this. Ron got to tell this and that, a bunch of lies. So, for me, if Ron really cared about winning, you could have either, you know, at the Chicago game, maybe fired your coach. and Then maybe you could maybe, you know, sabotage whatever the season, you know. I mean, I don't know if they would have turned it around maybe, but I think they they could have maybe. Right after that, you fire your head, you know, your assistant head coach uh, on, on the defensive side. That would have make that would have make a big difference if you really really care about your job. But it seems like the guy doesn't care, man. You cannot, Chris. After bye week, you come, you, you you telling me I don't know what he was focusing. I mean, he took over the defense, right? And then they come come back and give up another 60 yards. With a blown coverage. So who is – somebody explain to me that this guy care about what he's doing or he care about Sam. He doesn't. It's a bunch of BS, but at the end of the day, man, I'm going to get off. I'm going to let you enjoy that gumbo. One of these days, b is going to holler at me about this gumbo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> b should go into business. Uh, you know, m- m- Maybe that's what he'll do in his next career, right? He had a Hall of Fame football career. Now right. he's a broadcaster and a talk show host. Uh, when eventually he gets tired of that, maybe he's going to go into business and cook a little gumbo for himself. Lou, happy holidays. I appreciate I understand the frustration. I just don't know what Ron has to gain From suggesting, ordering, whatever, that Sam gets benched. Like, how does that make, does that make Ron look bad, good? I mean, Ron's the one that came out in mid-January and said, Sam's my guy. And has said all year long, the development of Sam Howell is the key. Hey, we found the quarterback. No matter what happens, we found the quarterback. Ron stands to lose, theoretically, in more ways, in more ways than one. By benching Sam Howell and having Jacoby Brissett look good, because what happens is, my guy Lionel, yesterday blows a head gasket. See, he was right, and and hard to tell him he was wrong. He said, "Why waste year four developing a quarterback? Play the better go quarterback, at least for a small sample size." L was right, and maybe, maybe, maybe there's some politics to this that I'm not thinking of, but I wish EB would have just done it on his own, because he should have done it. He shouldn't have let the kid suffer. Suffer is a strong word. He should have done it on his own. I just wish that would have been the way it went down. I don't have a problem with Ron getting involved. I just wish that would have been the way it happened. 151 on the Team 980. More of your calls coming up. Hang in there. We'll get to uh, Jumbo. We'll get to Harry. uh, We'll get to you at 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. It's Christmas Eve in Washington. America's hometown. It's here that... stand her ground It's Christmas Eve in Washington This was Maddie Ice's f- first suggestion as to my favorite Christmas song A big fat zero for that but not a bad song Oh it's so bad I mean, I'm not going to kill it. It's Christmas Eve in Washington. I mean, it's the city that we live in and operate in and broadcast from.
5: Yeah, it's pandering, especially if you're from the area. I hate that song. Who sang it? Mara Sullivan. Who's that? It's a great question.
3: Mara or Mars?
5: It will M-A-U-R-A.
3: Oh, and Mara. Okay. Hmm. No, it's not it. Sorry. I have to keep you guessing.
5: I figured I just wanted to. Yeah,
3: I mean, if anybody knows my favorite Christmas song, feel free to suggest uh, it on the phones uh, at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980, or via Twitter slash X at russellmania six two one. Um. All right. I-, I tell you what. To be fair to uh, Harry Daryl, we're gonna take the qu- a quick time out here because I got behind. So I want to get back on track and not blow another break. And I also want to be fair uh, to the calls because then otherwise we have to rush. Uh, But what I was referring to a little bit earlier, just be careful. Uh, Obviously, we, we live in a crime riddled world. We all know that. I mean, people are going to try and say, see, 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 this is why the Caps and the Wizards had to move. And this is why eventually the Nationals will move and this, that and the other thing. Uh, There was a a shooting, multiple people, according to uh, the D.C. Police Department, uh, shot near the Friendly Food Market, the corner of O and Half Streets in Southwest. Now, that's not too far away from where we are and Nationals Park. I think that's on the other side of South Capitol Street, if memory serves me correct. So it's not like that close to us. But there had been a lot of crime, as everybody knows, in Navy Yard. And listen, these things happen. I mean, obviously, this is what happens when you allow guns to just be free and, you know, uh, and, and for bad people to get guns. And, you know, whatever your political beliefs is, I, again, you know, it is what it is. So just be safe out there. It's Christmas season. Don't want to see anybody get hurt driving, walking around, Whatever. Please, I'm not trying to make any political statements or anything like that. Just be safe. Don't be an ass. Take care of each other. Remember the season that we are right in the midst of. Remember how good many of us, hopefully all of you, have it. And I know times are tough for everybody. But take care of each other. 157, Team 980. Your call straight ahead. On the T 980 and the Odyssey app,
1: we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month, with eligible trade-in when you switch.